Welcome to Caregiver Crossing, a podcast to embrace family caregivers of today and tomorrow. And now, here's your host, Tina McIntosh, along with Sarah Shetty. And welcome back to Caregiver Crossing, the podcast. Uh, We hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We had a bye week, so to speak, so that everyone, um, we knew everybody would be off and enjoying um, hopefully time with their loved ones. Um, so I hope you didn't miss us too much, but we were off uh, doing the same. So I hope everybody had a relaxing and wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. We are joined today by Miss Mindy Balka with American Senior Communities. Hi, Mindy. Hello. And as you may know, it is uh, just me in the driver's seat. I got upgraded. <laughs> Tina and I would always talk about how she was in the driver's yes. seat. You probably heard this before. And then our guest is in the passenger seat, and I'm the backseat driver, which I don't mind. It's kind right. of fun. I get to look around and listen. But um, yes, as, as uh, most of you know, Tina is on a medical leave right now. She's taking the time she needs to uh, beat breast cancer for the second time. And I know, Mindy, you've uh, yeah. talked to her via text. And um, yeah, how does she sound at least in text sure sure I mean even even if it is just in text she is um the one word I can use to describe her is strong um for sure in in so many ways but she um she's doing she's doing the best she can she's doing well and she has a positive outlook and has things planned and I asked her a couple of questions as far as coordinating you know different things with her. I said, do I go through you or do I go through? Oh no, you go through me. Not through Jeff. I said, okay, I can do that. So. Yep. That's Tina. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, when she's, it, it's been funny because, you know, she's on this leave and um, all of us here at Joyce house are very protective of her during this time Absolutely. and really hoping that she can, um, you know, like I said, just take that time that she needs and as long as she needs. But there's been a couple of times she's popped up on my email and I'm like, <laughs> what? what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> yes, that, that's Tina. Yep, that's <laughs> Tina. So, yeah, but you, it's one of those where you're like, no, don't do that. But also, hi. <laughs> hey, like I see your name yeah. pop up. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, she seems to be doing um, really well. Um, like we talked about in the last episode, she had a surgery um, in mid-November, and mm-hmm. I think her recovery is going um, well. Yeah. And the next step is uh, chemo. Yeah. Um, which we know that she will be um, strong Tina self through that as well. So I know she's continuing to really appreciate everyone's prayers and good vibes and yeah, keep, keep sending them um, her way. So how was your Thanksgiving, Mindy? My Thanksgiving was, it was wonderful. It was very different. I come from a large family and um, I've hosted in years past. And when I say large family, I'm the youngest of eight. Oh, wow. So that's large have spouses or significant others and grandkids. So 50 plus Oh my. this year, um, I did not host and I didn't go anywhere nice. and I loved it. Yes. <laughs> yes. It just, um, it was, it was a restful time off still made, you know, the, the yummy food that, um, uh, that I have in years past, just not as large, uh, as far as quantity, but yeah, I mean, what 50 versus yeah. this time it was four, four. Yeah. <laughs> so scaled down just, oh, yeah. just a tad. Yes. And that was nice too. How many turkeys did you prepare for 50 people? We did three, three, about 23, 24 pound turkeys. 
and multiple pans, you know, of noodles and dressing and all those carbs. (laughs) And that is not a start that morning cooking process. I mean, that is what starts Sunday. Oh, at least because you have to make, you know, all your turkeys out and um, we, it was always like a game of Tetris between my mom and I, like, do you have room in your fridge? Cause I'm going to bring this over and right. we got to figure out how oh, to fit right. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you're almost thankful if it's a cold day. Yeah. Because then your, <laughs> then your garage or your porch becomes your yes. additional refrigerator. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do it that style. <laughs> well, that does sound very restful. Yes. We are in the, from my side, it's wonderful, but still in the, my family my husband's family. Thankfully, they all live relatively close. Oh, so that's the difference good. between going the east side of Indianapolis, Irvington area versus Greenwood. Oh, so yes. not bad at all. No. Um, but we have a five-year-old, so any yes. sort of travel with, I don't care if it's down the street. <laughs> any it's, sort. A, it's a job. <laughs> it's a job. It's a job. But he was you gotta great. have snacks. You gotta have toys. Oh, you have to pack all the things. Half yes. the house. Yes. Half the house <laughs> comes with you, again, just to go down the street sometimes. Right. right. But it was good. Um, yeah, but, I mean, food. That's what it's all about. That's Absolutely. what we're going to talk about, too, yes. today. Um, but tis the season. <laughs> oh, yes. Tis the season. <laughs> what are your favorites, like, for Thanksgiving? For Thanksgiving, um, my absolute favorite dish, I would say, at Thanksgiving is the homemade noodles that my oh, grandma and yeah. great-grandma um, taught my mom, which has then taught us sisters how to make. Um, and again, that's not a one day thing. Um, and we have, uh, you know, I've introduced that to my daughter and what, um, you know, the process and try to try to get it to it. You have to have them a certain thickness. Otherwise they'll be, you know, they won't cook right or they'll be too small. And so noodles are my absolute favorite. And isn't that, I mean, this is the time too, where those, kind of passed down family oh, traditional yeah. recipes uh, really come out. And I mean, it's why we wait a year. You yeah. know, we're not making those noodles in the <laughs> middle of May. No. I mean, that is our it's Thanksgiving. Tra- <laughs> right. For, for one, it's work. Yes. <laughs> but I think it's just so, you know, wrapped in that tradition. And that's what makes it so special oh, is yeah. that it really only comes out this time of year. And along with all the other things that are so oh. nostalgic about this time of year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when we're thinking about food, um, whether you're a caregiver or, um, you have an aging adult in your family, we, we know that food becomes more than just something to eat this time of year, but it really can become, um, an activity for the family. An experience. An experience. Exactly. Um, and so talk a little bit about, uh, what that experience can look like, um, like I said, especially for someone who is a caregiver, sure. maybe has an aging loved one, a loved one with dementia or another diagnosis, um, what can, how can that maybe be either different, not, but not even necessarily different, but a little bit more um, special sure. of an experience? Um, well, you know, kind of going back to the recipes that have been passed down, um, or if it's a new recipe, but getting them involved, um, whether it's using the rolling pin to roll out dough or um, icing cookies or cupcakes and just having them utilize, um, you know, their, their hands and, um, you know, being a part of it, not, um, just us doing it for them and serving, including them. And, um, and that can be an experience shared it, whether it's family or as you said, you know, a caregiver that, um, outside of the family, but where you can bring in other generations and, um, it, 
it can be it, it can be so beneficial to those um, living with dementia or other you know other forms of dementia, um, right. and it could it can be very nostalgic. They can break. We you know we um, just uh, completed a cookbook within American Senior Communities based on all of resident um, recipes that have been passed down generation to generation. So, so you know, neat. talking with the families, talking with the loved one about. Um, cause you know, their mind, their, their memory will go there and they will remember, um, you know, what their favorite, uh, dish was to prepare and why, and who taught that. And then, you know, incorporating that into the plan and having them help can, it, it can just be so meaningful. And how special of a connection, just like you said, of bringing in other generations or maybe even extended family members yeah. who don't spend as much time with that loved one to bring them into that experience Absolutely. of sharing that time treasured uh, recipe mm -hmm. or favorite food or food preparing experience. Right. Um, so yeah, just encouraging, you know, if you're going to have 50 people <laughs> all together, might as, well have, <laughs> might as well have those really meaningful make experiences. It, yeah, make it a family affair. I mean, the meal itself is a family affair. Um, so, you know, having the preparation and sometimes those are when the best conversations happen, yes, you know, yes. and, um, again, you know, it, it can be very nostalgic memories come back and just even from, um, sharing from when we were younger and things that we remember about, um, you know, our, our aging loved ones. Absolutely. And I think too, this is maybe more of a reminder for people like me who maybe sometimes are a little bit, um, Tidy, type A, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. But I think that's a. It's also a good time when doing things like mm -hmm. that. That perfection is not the goal. No, it's about uh, you know, the process. Absolutely. To be present in the moment, be present in the process, right. and recognizing, like you said, what can happen in that process, like those conversations, yeah. like those connections. Um, maybe seeing, I don't know, a little cousin learned something about her great aunt yeah. that she never knew before. And that's happening in the kitchen yeah. or during that. Absolutely. That, that mess doesn't mean anything. The mess doesn't mean anything. The no, mess but gets the memories made do. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So what kind of foods are you looking forward to for Christmas oh. or New Year's? <laughs> well, for Christmas, coming from a big family, we always celebrate two weeks prior to. Okay. So um, that way my mom always says, don't have to compete with the in-laws so you can go to their you know that side <laughs> right um and uh you know around christmas it's all the the sweets the goodies my grandma's um peanut butter fudge recipe that only a few people know oh. um or you know the puppy chow i i don't know you know oh, yeah, that, yeah. yeah my sister makes some with peppermint puppy chow do you think that's a midwestern thing uh, it must be because sometimes i've said and they're like you eat dog food I'm like, no <laughs> I think it was, you know, I, I, I've maybe talked about it before, but, um, you know, I moved to Indiana in the middle of high school, mm -hmm. so I'm not a native Hoosier. Um, and I remember the first time I had puppy chow in high school, I'm like, what is this? It's delicious. It's delicious. But I had never. Can we call it something else? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think that's a Midwestern thing. Yeah. So peppermint puppy chow? Yes. Ooh. Yes. And it, it took me a couple years to kind of be like, oh, I'll give it a try. But, you know. You can't beat it. it. I mean, it reminds you of a Girl Scout cookie thin mint. It reminds oh, you of, man. I mean, yeah. And it's refreshing. So, yeah. But then um, one other thing is just uh, a, a glass of apple cider, hot apple cider. Yes. You know, you can, my mom starts it early in the morning. You can hear it or smell it, not hear it. Um, and 
it's just there's nothing like that first cup of apple cider. Oh yes, just something yeah. warm. warm. Yeah. yeah, that's my I um I I I don't cook so much, but I enjoy people's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> and um, my grandmother would make hot chocolate like old fashioned way oh. on the stove yes. in the big just like iron you know stock pot. I guess yes. I don't know. It was. So old school and so delicious, so creamy, mm-hmm. tasted like melted chocolate. Yeah. It was not a mix, you know. It was yeah. so not authentic and good, yeah. <laughs> and just besides, just the, like the delicious chocolate, chocolatey flavor. I think it was that warmth. Oh, sure. Like, that's really that's, what it was all it's about. It's home. It's it, it just it that memory can take you back. Well, if you're not hungry now. <laughs> You either just listen to this right after a meal or you don't enjoy food as much as Mindy and I do. (laughs) But um, yeah, I think we're both looking forward to celebrating more time with family and and we hope you guys do too. And again, think about um, using those culinary experiences as more than just preparing food for a table, but for uh, a chance to connect with um, your loved ones. We wish you happy holiday season and we hope to see you. Yeah. I hope to see you here um, next week. We do want to thank our podcast sponsors, American Senior Communities, AARP, Bethany Village, and Severance, and Howard. Thanks so much, Mindy, for joining me. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to Caregiver Crossing, a podcast to embrace family caregivers of today and tomorrow. If you would like to learn more about Joy's House, visit joyshouse.org. And for social media, you can like us on Facebook at Caregiver Crossing.